it's Deprogrammed. My name is Justin, and I am a host of sorts. You're listening to Deprogrammed, as I mentioned, and I'm trying to do it. I'm trying to like convert to podcast still. I'm still in radio form. <laughs> um, so, Deprogrammed is a podcast where I gather a panel of uh, people who are into a band. Today's band is Sonic Youth, and we're going to discuss them. And we have poured through their albums. We've each pulled out 20 songs. We're going to match them together. We're going to try to present to you with a, a top 10 starter kit. I will explain that again once we get to gameplay. But that's the gist of the show. So this is more for people who aren't into Sonic Youth than people who are into Sonic Youth. Because one of our panel members, and that's how we're going to... Uh, John, <laughs> that's how you got involved. We made you mad with Pearl Jam. <laughs> Yes, you did. There was I was listening to the show for a long time, and some of them made me angry. So I uh, I sent you a message. You were very receptive. You were very nice, um, and I basically bullied my way onto the show. Well, I mean, I welcome it. I I, yeah. I anybody who wants to like, if if we're wrong, we're wrong, you know. And then you can reshape the bands going forward. So, in in your own image. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I did make some suggestions. I think some of them are coming up soon, so I'm very excited about that. Thank you for having me back. Thank you so much, John. And also rejoining us since the first time since White Zombie, I think, Dr. Tim. Hey. Hey. How's it going? He says, I've got a beer. I'm ready to go. Yeah, yeah. I, it's This is one of those bands. I, I'm old, so I grew up with this band. Oh, Oh. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I bought these. I bought these records as they came out. So, <laughs> so yeah. Sonic Youth is the band, and um, you guys both pretty much jumped on this uh, pretty much as soon as they started coming up. So, John, let's start with you. What is it about Sonic Youth that uh, that that you want had to get in here? You had to had to make the case for them. Well, there's there's one song of theirs that I absolutely love. That's one of my favorite songs of all time. So that was the entry point. But then if they're they're one of those bands that's just influential to every other band. If you're into like alternative music, punk rock music, hardcore music, they're one of those bands that they, they kind of weave in and out of those histories. So uh, they've got a really interesting career path. And and Doctor Tim, you said you you grew up with them, so you're buying the albums as they as they come out. So this is just yeah for you. Yeah, other than the first two, which uh, as you'll find out, I don't have anything from. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I bought those. I bought and listened to those records, and in, in, um, but but what I loved about them is you could actually watch a band sort of do a the same thing, which is like guitars, distortion, noise, uh, and, and at the same time ch- change. And for me, I, what I always loved about them is that they they learned how to write a song, and then they learned how to unwrite a song. Oh yeah, like like yeah. like towards the end of their career, they're just like fuck it. <laughs> So, and there's their early stuff is really arty like it's that early 80s like new york art scene it's really different yeah. from what they what they became later yeah that's that whole uh that no new york sort of response right. to, to new wave and glenn bronca's involved and, right. and they're doing all these alternative tunings and you know when you're when i was a kid like when i was in in my teens like th- that was just there was no other band kind of like them. Maybe, maybe old white zombie. There was a couple of DNA with Arta Lindsay. There were other bands like them, but they were the, the one that I knew. And, um, and it was funny because like, as we'll, we'll find out, I, I really liked like around the time around. So those of you who don't know, because this will be eh, relatively seamless, <laughs> the internet booted me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, apparently I missed the magic because it kicked me out of the Skype call and you guys just had a wonderful conversation about Sonic Youth without me. We did. <laughs> Why not? Uh, I I feel like we we, we dropped where, um, Dr. Tim, you were saying... Ah, I was just saying, so one of the things I was saying is in the 80s, you know, like, like whatever the politics now, you can talk about them, but back then everything was like, Make money, make money, glory, you know, like Wall Street, like the movie. And and here you had a band that was, they were just like, uh, we're, we really don't even give a shit about being on the radio. And there was a lot of those bands. The Butthole Surfers was one. And they sort of fit into that. And it was like, to me, this was a band that was always, that was really art first. 
And, you know, they, they always had interesting artists on their covers, like, you know, Daydream Nation has a Gerhard Richter um, painting, and, and Goo has a, a Raymond Pettibone uh, painting. And, they, and they're, they're really interested in the art side. So what I was saying is what I like is when you take pop and you mix it up with the art world, what do you get? And, and um, I, I still find that fascinating. And unfortunately, I don't think um, I don't think I'm following enough artists that do it today. And I, I'm always wanting to know where that where that happens. And they were one of the first bands to sign to a major label and get creative control and get everything mm-hmm. they wanted. And they didn't change their sound at all. If anything, they got, you know, they got even more experimental. Yeah, no, they, they did. I mean, it's it's funny, those first two albums, like, on Geffen, which was distributed through Warner Brothers, so they're effectively on a major label. They're like, For sure, yeah, they're doing like, you know, some interesting things. But by by after the first two albums, after they start doing um, going after going dirty, like on experimental jet set, mm. you're like, I, I I don't think the label wants any of this, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I kind of dig that. So I mean, their first hit single, or not their first hit single. Their single off their record, their first single on their record was Bull and a Heather. And you're like, that's not a single, you know? I mean, I I would make that argument for all. I mean, there's there's a couple where they kind of like blend in, like lend itself to, yeah, I could hear this on the radio, but I never did. Like not a, <laughs> not, not around here, you know? Uh, Sonic Youth was is, is a blip. Like I, on a freak accident, basically, I saw them, I think it was 2004, Sonic Nurse, so, somewhere around there. And I loved okay. them. I, I mean, it was it was a great show. Uh, but I couldn't tell you a, a single Sonic Youth song at that time. And I mean, you know, I'd heard the name, but yeah. I, I couldn't tell you a song. So it, it's, it is weird that they somehow achieved somewhat mainstream notoriety, I guess, is without... With, while still remaining underground. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I, I don't want to dominate too much because I love them a, a lot, but I think they were there was no other band like them. You you had this you had this power couple that you know broke our hearts recently, relatively recently, and you had uh, you had basically three lead vocalists, and they're doing this really interesting stuff. And I think they they one of the reasons they they were able to get some mainstream notoriety is that every other band that was big at that time admired them. So like Nirvana admired them. REM had Thurston Moore on their mon- on that monster record, mm-hmm. you know, like right. they loved there's, you could look at like my bloody Valentine loveless. I, I guarantee you, they listened to a lot of Sonic Youth. Kevin Shields listened to a lot of Sonic youth and they, they influenced everybody. They they were the yeah. other statesmen to all those nineties bands. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's points where I hear, you know, in in like the middle albums that we covered, I hear okay, I can hear that the Pumpkins pulled from this. Billy Billy pulled for from sure. this, and, for sure. Um, Silver Sun pickups like that was always a gimme. Like whenever they mm-hmm. came about, I was like, which leads me to this question. Um, I don't know much about uh, genres, mm-hmm. uh, so you can't put Sonic Youth necessarily in shoegaze. But are they are they the forefathers of? shoegaze i'll i'll defer to john for a minute see what he thinks i don't think so i think it's it's part of the equation but i think there's other things there's a lot of british stuff in there as well too i think you go back to so i wouldn't say definitely but probably part of the equation yeah i i think i think there's there's definitely uh an influence to ride and and yeah. loveless. A lot of that stuff goes back to like Joy Division and New yeah. World, stuff like that. Yeah. But the layers of guitars, and and that's what's really different about them is that the, the just the loud, the 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 playing like in in a way using distortion as their medium. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, because they're not really, um, you know, there's not one lead lick in there that's that's extremely challenging, but that's not the point. <laughs> you know, no. I yeah. actually, and this is one thing I'll say about Sonic Youth. I've often contested that if somebody said, "What is the greatest band name to describe a band?" It's it's this because yeah. they're playing with sound. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, <laughs> now that you say that like that, yeah, like 
what else would Sonic Youth sound like? Yeah, like, I don't, I don't know. Like that, this is what it would sound like. <laughs> well, I mean, if you ever played guitar as a kid, like I, I, I played a lot of electric guitar. The best thing about it is making really loud noises. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I did. Um, I, I'm not gonna say I was part of this band. Josh smokes too much. Uh, it was a guy named Kyle Pontiac, and I'm not saying that was me in a ski mask or anything. <laughs> but uh, y- you listen to those, and again, I had never listened to Sonic Youth, but I saw them the one time, and yeah. th- they influenced me enough in the one time that I saw them that you could hear it in what I was playing. Now, I a way less talented version, obviously, but... Like, there's times where I'm listening to this, I was like, wait a second, this sounds really familiar. How? I'm not this good. <laughs> I mean, Kyle Pontiac is not this good. <laughs> um, so let's let's talk about putting the 20 together. John, what was, what was it like putting 20 together? And actually, talk to me about, like, because we had to put a serious restraint. We, we covered eight albums here. Yeah, I mean, when, when we talked about that... Um if you're thinking about making a starter set for someone, I think you want to stick to their classic sound. And I think like the early stuff is a little more the no wave, the arty stuff, more like early cure joy division. Um, and I don't think they really hit their classic sound until sister era. Um, so starting there, I mean, it was just, it was just a matter of, you know, you know, do you want more Kim songs? Do you want more Lee songs? Do you want more Thurston songs? Trying to find a balance. Um, I really, you know, as we as we get through this, I'll my biases will come to light. But <laughs> there's a few uh, a few that I was trying not to pick too much from. Um, but there's a couple albums I really think are classics and above the rest. But um, it didn't take too long for me to pick twenty. Oh. This was a fairly fairly easy one for me. Wow. Okay. So, Doctor Tim, you actually laid out. Uh, you said, "When in doubt, this is this is how I do this." <laughs> yeah, the, but I, I have a flow chart, which is uh, Kim is greater than Ronaldo, who is greater than Thurston. <laughs> now, it it doesn't always work the case, but I I love the Kim songs, and then I love the Lee Ronaldo songs, and I like the Thurston songs the least. But I got I got to tell you, uh, so I've been teaching for the last uh, uh, couple months. And I may have overstepped the eight album limit, which in case uh, I apologize, but I I think we can, I certainly know that I've got 10 in here that are from the first eight, but I uh, I have a couple that are from the end. I didn't choose any of the, like the weird ones. Like, you know, they placed Carl Heinz Stockhausen or any of the live sets. SYR recordings and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, I did. I no no. Yeah. (laughs) That's uh, that's too much. I stick with major label, major releases. Well, you know, and, and the label and the in the records before that. The rules are technically there are no rules. Like really, we we lay the restraints down for me, so I don't kill myself like trying to cram um, as it is. So for me, this was actually rather difficult, twofold for for two reasons. Number one, because I was trying to do Sonic Youth and System of a Down at the same time. Like uh-huh. so, and both bands to me there aren't really expendable songs there's nothing you know i listen to it i'm like nah um some of the earlier stuff in our time frame for sonic youth was a little easier to get rid of coming back the second time around uh Mm -hmm. but i i feel like i had almost 50 uh after my first pass through like i told you guys it was like 40 something but that was after i had already made my second pass through to get it down to like 40 (laughs) Um, but I kept listening to it and I, I feel cheap when I say, I don't think there's a wrong 10. I f- it feels like a cop out, but if the band warrants that, if me after listening to the band, that's truly what I feel, then that's what I feel. I feel like, you know, it depends on, again, do you like the Kim songs the best? Then, you know, maybe we lean that way, but it's. I don't think we can go wrong here. I, 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 I mm. feel like uh, we've got a lot of great choices that could be the 10. And it's really who 
who wants to play the game the dirtiest if you will <laughs> um, <laughs> by the way uh tim before we move into gameplay you need to tell your friend alfredo to get up off his ass so he made me listen to alabama and uh-huh. we listened to six alabama records and i don't know if he's just not willing to do the work but he keeps claiming that it's snake bit and i refuse to move on from alabama at least for him poor john allison i'll, I'll let him move on to something else but uh fredo can't be on another episode of deprogrammed until we record alabama oh okay well i i, I will get a hold of him what's <laughs> so he's not so he's not talking to you oh no he is he, but uh i i messaged him before this because i was trying to i'm trying to get okay so we're getting way into it here but uh i'm moving to hampton um in july i just started a new job at the same time so my time oh, okay. has kind of become a crunch so like i'm trying to record as many deprograms as i can the rest of may and into june so i can have most of july off for the move right. and everything so i was like well i've already done the research for alabama i'd love to get this in the can <laughs> and uh we've tried like three or four other times and every time fredo something comes up and so he said he, now he feels like it's snake bit and so i'm like Come on, man. I didn't listen to Alabama for nothing. Yeah. You, you, if you listen to that much Alabama, he better come down and visit you. Yeah, I know. And talk to you. I mean, that's that's quite a sorry. I mean, I, I know that you guys probably you you are much more open than I am. And I'm pretty open, but I, I don't think I could listen to three songs of Alabama. So good luck. Six albums, man. <laughs> six albums. Yes. They have more than that, don't they? Have they? Way more than that. Way Holy more sh- than that. Uh, but anyway, let's bring it back to... Sorry, S- let's go forward. Yes, let's Don't. move it back to Sonic Youth. The name of the game is Deprogrammed, and I'll, I'll explain it a little better here. So we have each gone through the eight albums that we selected. Talk- Dr. Tim may have played outside those bounds. That's okay. There are no rules. But uh, we've each plucked out 20 songs that we're going to bounce off of each other in an attempt to create a top 10 starter kit for Sonic Youth. In case, like me, you have for some reason not taken the deep dive. And we're going to do the work for you. That being said, I think I'm going to start here. And I think technically this is, I think I found out that technically this is one of their more popular songs. I can see why. Teenage Riot. It's, it's online. It's, that's my number one. Oh yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it's everything that I was hoping for from Sonic Youth. I was like, yeah, this is a band I should have liked a long time ago. <laughs> so, c- can we talk about this album just a little bit? Go because, well, that's a great song. So, Daydream Nation is is arguably one of the most important records of the '80s, and, and, and that argument is is not just agreed by me. It's it's actually being preserved uh, in the in the United States archives. Like the Library of Congress has said, this is a record that's so important that we must preserve it. And we're, we, we, we're going to put it in our archives, and there's a select group of people who go around and do this. And they selected this, I don't know, it was probably about five or six years ago. Um, you know, I, you could have very easily just said Daydream Nation plus about seven, mm. in my case, because that's the record that, like, I always liked them, but that's the one that blew it wide open for... And I think it's partially because Teenage Riot, when, that's, when that opens, you're just like, I know how you are. That is a great opening cut. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. When that when that when that guitar comes in, it's it's otherworldly. Mm-hmm. Well, and then you think about where they were on Sister, and not that Sister is a bad album. I, Sister, I think John, you you picked a great place for us to start, but like the leaps and bounds they go from Sister to Daydream Nation is made perfectly clear in this song, and I'm like, oh, this is what they are, and that's why it made it easier to go back and make some cuts from from Sister is because this is this is where we are from now on it's got to be here and or better (laughs) so yeah teenage riot it's in dig it all right good um let's scoot on over to john i'm gonna go with one that i going back to the the first time i heard them that 1991 the year punk broke video um let's go schizophrenia oh man that's a good one but i don't have it same like I, it was a super late cut. That's the best I can tell you. It was a yeah. super duper late cut because I definitely loved that one. All right, uh, Tim. 
uh, Tom Violence. I think that's that's one that's outside of the purview. That's on Evil. Oh yeah, I don't have it. Yeah. Okay. Well, tell you nope. what, throw that away, and let's see. How about Catholic Block? Oh my that's god. That's on Sister. Oh my god. When I say that I cut that this morning, <laughs> I I made a cut like a last minute cut to bring something else in. Catholic Block was number twenty one. Yeah, that was okay. that was a, that was a close one, but I don't have it. <clears throat> All okay. right, so let's swing back to me, I guess. I, you know what? I'll, I might as well play my trade. This this is the one I cut Catholic Block for, the Diamond C. That is such a fucking good song. <laughs> yes, it's on mine. How's that? <laughs> yes. It's on mine as well. All right. Now, now, here's the thing about that song. It's 19-minute song. I know, right? But I own a, I own a version that's got to be at least 26 minutes. Wow. There was there was a single that had, like, an extended 25, 26-minute version, yeah. So I, when I, I think that should be the one, but that's a different thing yes, altogether. Yeah. So I, I put it back on because, honestly, listeners said Diamond C, Diamond C, it's got to be on it. And it was... I want to say it was cut number 25, 26, and it was literally only cut because it was 19 minutes. I was like, okay, well, let me go back and listen to this. And when I listened to it this morning, I'm like, okay, so I need to f- I need to find room for this thing. So <laughs> there it is. Does this, does this mean we're going to have the longest playlist? Maybe. Of any of these so far. Of... It's possible. Yeah. <laughs> it is... but, the, but here's the reason why Diamond C needs to be on there, even at 26 minutes, is that there is no other band that that I know of that's maybe been on your, your, your show that has these, we're just going to do this for 20 minutes, like deal with it. Yeah. There's several cuts on these albums that do shit like that. Yeah. I, the, again, when, when I talk about the pumpkins borrowing heavily, uh, they never got, I don't know if there's a, a studio cut of Gossamer, but Gossamer was art for art's sake. And that's why I'm kind of still around with the pumpkins. Cause when they came back in 07, Billy and Jimmy were just like, yeah, we're going to art art for art's sake and they kind of went balls out and now, you know, we'll leave it there cuz, you know, <laughs> Billy <laughs> Billy's Billy. Let's just say that. All right, uh John. Um, let's go back to uh Daydream Nation and go uh Eric's trip. Oh my god. Nope. Nope. Let's see. Uh I have it. Okay, good. So All right. Combo. Like I said, like a lot of these I had and then just ended up last minute cuts and they all made like that, that first round. That's one of Lee's best songs, I think. It is. It is. Um it's incredible. Hold on a second. Did I accidentally delete it, delete it? Because that's been happening lately too. <laughs> By the way, that's also um Eric's trip is if you if you really get high to this record. And listeners, I do not tell anyone to do anything when it comes to drugs. But that's the record. That's the song where I start to grit my teeth. <laughs> I, I, I spent a lot of time high listening to this record in college. And there, when you know that, you know, when it goes up, it's just like, uh, you know, I don't know what it is. It just makes my head explode when I'm high. I haven't been high in a long time listening to this record. But listeners, that's what will happen. So if you have any like temporary uh you know uh, caps on your teeth or anything like that don't listen to that while you're high <laughs> all right tim that that's what you get out of two beers by the way i've had two beers <laughs> um hot wire my heart okay let's see uh, i don't have that that's nope. uh that's unfortunate I'll, I'll tell you that's also a crime like that's a cover of a punk band called crime right and uh boy i love that record but uh sorry to see it didn't make it I don't even remember listening to it. I mean, this had a lot of songs, so it's it's yeah. possible that it just kind of got lost in the shuffle. Okay. All right. Again, I think I'm playing towards their popularity, but what what is a popular Sonic Youth song really? Um, cool thing. Nah. Yep. I have I it. Okay, so, you, so you got it. I don't have it. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. Uh, John. Um, Youth Against Fascism. Oh my god, this is the song I hate. God damn it. 
it's a good song. I don't have it. Yeah, oh. that's how I exactly how I feel. I because I, I had it on the first first go around. I wasn't sure that I played myself. I just I thought maybe no one's gonna have this. Maybe I only I'm the only one who likes it. <laughs> All right, Tim. Okay, so let's do. Uh, let's just get rid of the Daydream Nation for me. Hey, Joni. Oh, nope. Nope. Okay. See that that feeling, that sound that John just made. I have a feeling we're going to be making that sound a lot tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. I mean, it's 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 a lot of tunes, and I don't. They're not. None of them are really wrong. So. No. <laughs> nope. Somebody's going to say something, and you're like, oh, dang it. Yeah, that one. But <laughs> All right. I'm going to stay at the top of my list here. Uh, 100%. Let's see. That's a great song, but I don't think I have it. Dirty, right? That's on Dirty. Yes. No. I do not. Okay. Swing and a Whew. <laughs> All right, John. Uh, let's go later, and uh, let's go uh, Sunday off of a thousand leaves. Thank you. Yes. Yep. I got it. Thank you. That song is beautiful, and the and one of the creepiest music videos of all time. Oh man, I didn't even think. I be, I bet you, as, listening to this music, I can bet that these these uh, videos are really artsy and fun. Are you guys not familiar with the video for Sunday? I've seen no, oh. none of their videos, unless something got played on Beavis and Butt, which I'm sure it did. I'll 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 tease you. the The video for Sunday is slow motion close up of Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> Whoa! Uh, and part of it is making out with his then wife. And Macaulay Culkin in 1998 was kind of an awkward phase of his life, mm-hmm. um, so it is it is unsettling. <laughs> so so when is when is Macaulay Culkin's life not awkward? Good question. Yeah, I, I'm, I can't answer that. Okay. <laughs> he was most recently on the uh, ENC, um, not the Pot of Awesomeness, their their show on the WWE Network. He showed up as the Culkster. <laughs> <laughs> oh god and uh edge was dressed as hot rod roddy piper and they, they were challenging each other for fights it was great oh jeez, louise well i'm glad to hear he's getting some employment yeah so is, is, is sunday on the list or sunday's in? in it's in yep right unanimous so we got three um tim dirty boots i got it nope okay okay um Hmm. I'm gonna stay with on a thousand leaves with John here. French tickler. Nope, that's a good one though. But I didn't uh, have it. Yeah, like John, I'd I'd cut that. Okay. All right, John. Um, a washing machine. Oh no. Nope. Ah uh, nope, don't have it. Ugh. I know, right? I know, right? I was really, I was really pushing for the to make it officially the longest playlist, but uh, <laughs> we'll have to uh, see how it plays out. Yeah. All right, slide that one over, uh, Tim. Swimsuit issue. Oh my God! If I don't have that, I know I did. I don't. No, I don't. I ended up getting. I, I don't. Man. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. That's... I'm kind of disappointed, but that's all right. That's all right. I, I, I mean, where where else are you going to have people like you know have a have somebody recite all the names of the swimsuit models from like the 1992 Sports Illustrated? Because <laughs> that's what she's doing. Yeah, in that, you know. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. I yeah, what the uh, hell? I think you know. I think I'm going to play the one why I didn't play that one. I think it was this one on the strip. On the what? On the strip from Dirty. Nope. Oh, it's a lot of this. <laughs> Are we going to get to ten? I hope. So. Well, we're at six, so I mean, we have three in and three in the combo, so we have plenty of okay. gameplay left. All right, and uh, John. All right, uh, let's go back to Daydream Nation and go with uh, Candle. Oh man, nope. That was one that listeners put out. 
No. No, I'm sorry. It was definitely a first, like, well, I, second or third round cut for sure. Uh, why am I not seeing it? Where are you? There you are. Do you? Can I? Can I ask? Does anyone else have anything from Daydream Nation? Um, yes. Yes. Okay. I'll, I'll, I won't spoil it then because there's there's one cut in there that I I just thought I'd put in, but maybe and I didn't. But I want to see if you did. Okay. All right. Uh. I think it's your turn, Tim. Uh, Bull in the Heather. I got it. Yep. Yeah. Speaking of videos, one of the one of the best videos too, Kathleen Hanna from uh, Bikini Kill, dancing around with them in that one. Nice. Just a bull in the heather. Um, that one was one that the listeners put out too. Hmm. All right, so it's my turn. Hmm. Uh, I think this is my last one from Daydream. I'll put it out there. Total trash. Nope. No, it's so good, though. Yeah, it is. <laughs> All right, John? Uh, sugar cane. Oh, man. I think I cut that one t- this morning, too. I think that was 22. Don't have it. Yeah. Dang it. Oh, it's so great. I those are the ones that it's so it's so catchy. It's like one of their catchiest songs. Yeah, I mm, I think I want to throw that up in the, at the top of the trash just in case we need it. Good idea. <laughs> just in case we need it. Um, Tim, uh, I'm gonna go down my list here. I don't know if it's it's on here. Uh, did, did were we allowed to choose anything from Murray Street? Uh, I don't recall listening to it. Okay. I think we st- well, then yeah. I'm going to put it out there, and I know it's going to be rejected. Radical adults lick Godhead style. <laughs> I almost want to approve it just because of the name. <laughs> it's a great, <laughs> it's a great name. But yeah, clearly we're not. That's not making the cut. But yeah. so I might as well just throw it out there now. Um, yeah. No. Let me. Let me go with. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm going to go over to washing machine. Uh, panty lies. Nope. Hmm. Did we lose you, Tim? No, I'm here. Oh, okay. No. Panty lies. You didn't have it either. Okay. All right, John. All right. Uh, let's uh, go with another title track. Uh, go NYC Ghost and Flowers. I have two from NYC Ghost and Flowers, but not that one. Okay. That one was, that one actually made, because when I got to that album, I was very selective. I think initially only like three got through, and that was one of them. Not that it helps our conversation any. (laughs) All right, Tim? Skink. Oh, dang it. Nope. Nope. Okay. The reason I keep saying dang it is because these were ones that hit with me, and you just... Well, you had you had like fifty or sixty songs. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, you had to cut them. You have to make cuts somehow. You got to get that's right. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I don't feel strong about it. Any of these anymore? Uh, how about this one from a thousand leaves? Uh, snare girl. No. Nope. Okay. Okay. All right, John. Uh, let's go to uh, Experimental Jet Set. Let's go Androgynous Mind. Oh, man. No. No. Uh. <laughs> like, uh, again, I, I, I know. I hate pointing it out, and it sounds so lame. It's such a cop-out, but I I really did like a lot of these, and I was like, man, I... I mm. Okay. Uh, Tim. Uh, let's go with uh, something from Washing Machine, Little Trouble Girl. Mm, nope. Nope. No. Okay. That one definitely was on my radar. Though. Again, I think the, one of the things we're doing is your equation, your Kim is greater than Lee is greater than Thurston. Mine is almost <laughs> the opposite of that. Where Thurston is greater than Lee is greater than Kim. So I think that's where a lot of the problem is. <laughs> well, I mean, that's fair enough. I would never yeah. criticize anyone. It's all personal yeah, yeah. things. Yeah. 
All right, so before we get into this this next round, I want to point out that we have uh, four through unanimously, Teenage Riot, the Diamond Sea, Sunday, Bull in the Heather, and three in the Convo, Eric's Trip, Cool Thing, Dirty Booch, which gives us seven total. Okay. In the case that we miss everything else that we have, <laughs> it, which at this point it's possible. Yeah, we very well could. It, it could happen. Then uh, the three that we already have in would automatically go in and then the ntp would be enacted and we would each get to pull two songs out of the trash one that we put out there that we really liked and one that we were really close on one of the other panel members lists okay and then we would discuss it down to whatever we need at that point it would be three so just in so, case so john do you still have any uh uh anything left from daydream nation i do okay okay um you know what i want to play this is the only thing that got through for me on Sister. Mm. Uh, Pacific Coast Highway. Whew. Nope. All right. Mm-mm. Nah. All right. Miss, miss, miss. John. Uh, orange Rolls, Angel Spit. God dang it. That's good. I'd be convinced on that, but I didn't put it down. Going back to the Year Punk Broke video, that was that was big for me. God yeah, put damn. that at the top of the trash. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I could do that. I love that one. All right, Tim. All right. So, was rather ripped aloud in this because <laughs> I choose Rena. Um, no, I didn't. I don't recall. No, nope. no, we did. That was one of the really later ones. Yeah, I love that song. I, I, I have a couple. Well, tell you what, I'm gonna kill the two other older songs, and I, I'm gonna. Um, I'm going to throw out here. How about something for NYC Ghost and Flowers, Renegade Princess? God dang it. <laughs> there was three. There's the one that I have, and then the two that you guys played that got cut. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, no, I don't have Renegade Princess. Okay. God dang it. It's a very cruel game you've invented. I know, right? <laughs> it's the best <laughs> and worst. <laughs> it is the best and worst. Um, let me go back to Washing Machine. And now I'm feeling like this one was a bad choice, maybe, and I should have picked something else, which is constant. Uh, Skip Tracer. <laughs> nope. <laughs> See? I knew it. Dang it. <laughs> All right. Uh, John. All right. Uh, Chapel Hill. Such a good song, Dang. but no. Uh, yeah. I don't know. That's dirty, right? I believe so. It's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's one of the Lee songs, I think, yeah. That one was definitely something that got through initially. All right, Tim? Side to side. Nope. Nope. God damn it. I know, right? God yeah. Damn. They're all misses right now. They're all misses. I, I, I was joking before, and now I'm freaking <laughs> out. <laughs> um, hmm. I don't feel good about any of these. You know what? This is the one I feel the, uh, the least good about. Might as well toss it out there. Self-obsessed and sexy. Nope. Nope. Yeah, see, I was right. I was right. <laughs> now I don't have to feel so bad about it. I was right. Um, John. Uh, um, I think I've only got five left. Let's go uh, unwind. Dang it. No. All right, Tim. Okay. See, I'm, I think I'm almost out because I chose so many older songs. But I, I tell you what, I'm gonna I'm gonna choose one that's I know that is in the list of albums. Per. I got it. Thank God. I, I, I do not, but I'm I'm happy that you do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got eight. <laughs> All right. Um, staying right there on dirty. I got okay. shoot. No. Nope. Dang it. All right, John. Well, let's uh, let's kill the suspense. I'm going to go to my last one from Daydream Nation. Say, uh, cross the breeze. God, that's good, but I don't have it. Oh, can can I make a case for something that's on nobody's list? I mean, at this point, yeah. <laughs> Providence. As as a huge Mike Watt fan, uh, I love Providence. Yeah. It, and it, it also it's it 
for years. Is is it about a drug deal? There's a story behind it. I've, if you've I, I read the thirty three and a third book on Daydream Nation. He goes uh-huh. into it pretty pretty in depth, but I don't remember the exact details. But I think it's 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 about touring maybe. Okay. Yeah, it's hmm. just an answering machine message from Mike Watt about something about being on tour. I lo- I love that track, and it's always one of those tracks that, like I it, while it's not a hit, if you wanted to, here's the case. This is a band that would do something like this, hmm. you know. So if you heard this track and you heard something weird, like in out of the ten tracks, you'd be like, no, that's indicative of what they do. Yeah. If we had the band members here, they would probably pick that one. Oh, okay. So you know, there what? you go. I'm gonna put that in a conversation. We don't have to necessarily slide it through, but I'm gonna leave it in the convo. Okay. Because uh, that's what you said right there, John. That that is actually really important. Yeah, and it and it's it's important to that album. Like it's kind of in the middle, and it kind of tr- transitions the album. And like I said, I, I love Mike Watt. So anything he's he's involved in is great. Hey, can I tell you a story about Mike Watt? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Okay, so my, my cousin grew up in Pedro. I've got two cousins who grew up in Pedro. And they both got kicked out of junior high for a while. They got suspended because along with D. Boone and Mike Watt, they were blowing up uh, their lockers with firecrackers. Nice. Isn't that great? I love it. That I, I love that, I, that, that I am like that close to Mike Watt. And, and I, from what I hear, he's just never changed. Unlike my cousin, who totally has. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll just leave it at that. No, I think, I think Providence would have been on my list. if, But I think at the end, I was like, well, I need to pick actual, like, quote-unquote songs. So I think I ended up cutting it. But uh, I, love, I love all of Daydream Nation. So. But th- that song isn't, isn't it's, it's not a, like, again, with, Day, with, with Sonic Youth, with these records, one of the things I want to uh, let your listeners know is that they're playing with sound like this. Their medium is the record. Mm-hmm. This is their they're an art project as much as they are a touring musical act. So like they're really about creating these these uh, these th- this medium of sound. They're like, you know, throw it on vinyl or throw it on CD. It, it, to them, that's as much a, a, an expression as it is playing live. Right, and I think one of the other reasons that this is hard is because they weren't a singles band; they're an albums band. Yeah, yeah. They made pieces of art as a whole. Yeah, absolutely. The only other time it's it's been like that, and I I was able to choose songs for this a little easier than this other band. We did the Flaming Lips like two years ago, and you know when I would go when I was going back and listening to the Flaming Lips songs that I chose, they didn't work as well outside of the album. Whereas uh-huh. I feel like coming back and listening to Sonic Youth stuff, it still plays really well with all the other songs that I had chosen. And they don't need the album. They just excel with the album, if that makes yeah. sense. And one other thing that's different between Sonic Youth and, and I think, you know, say the Flaming Lips, who both of whom I've seen a couple times, is that the Flaming Lips, I think, are one of the best live acts. And I think Sonic Youth is a good live act. But they're really uh, Sonic Youth strength is the album. Mm-hmm. You could say, I guess you could make the case for for uh, the Flaming Lips. They're live. They're out. Excuse me. Their strength is the album. But I actually think they're stronger live. They're they are incredible live. Like I I saw them was it last year I think they came to Richmond, or it may have been this year. But regardless, I saw them relatively recent recently, and I was blown away by just what a great live show it was. Which yeah. is kind of aside from the point, but <laughs> no, I know, but it's you know it's not we're here far. to introduce people, yeah. so you know what the heck. Yeah, go see the Flaming Lips. Absolutely. is what we're saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I have three songs left. I don't know how where you guys are at, but I have three left. I have three as well. Okay, so I'm I think I'm pretty much done. Okay, um, all right, let's. I got Titanium Expose. Nope. Expose. Expose. If I could speak. <laughs> All right, John. Uh, disappearer. Dang it. Nope. No. Nope. Uh, I, I'm out, but I could. I could guess. <laughs> <laughs> if you want. <laughs> uh, Silver Rocket. Oh no. Nope. 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 All right. Oh, there's Providence. Uh, let me pull this one over here. Uh. Sweet Shine. 
Nope. There. All right, John. Uh, stereo Sanctity. Nope. And so, my absolute last one is Never Mind. What was it anyway? Nope. <laughs> you want to clear it out? What you got? Uh, moat. Ah, oh, dang it. Dang. That's a good one. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. All right. So, we're going to need NTP. Um, but our, our four unanimous were Teenage Riot, The Diamond Sea, Sunday, Bowl in the Heather. That being said, Eric's Trip scoots on over, Cool Things scoots on over, Dirty Boots, Purr, and Providence. Nice. Um, let's see, where does that put us at? Nine. So, uh, Ooh. We, yeah, we can either, because we put... put Sugarcane and Orange Rolls Angel Spit at the top of the trash. Um, I mean, honestly, both were on my radar. I'm I'm good with both of them. I think Sugarcane is catchier, uh, but Orange Rolls is more Sonic Youth, if that makes any sense. Well, let's see. So what are they again? We have Diamond, Diamond Sea, Teenage Riot, Sunday, Bull in the Heather, Eric's Trip, uh, Eric's trip, Purr, Dirty Purr, Boots. And what's the Improvidence? Dirty Boots, Cool Thing, and Providence. Those are the nine. Ah, uh, okay. Okay, okay. Um, I mean, we can pull something else out of the trash, but those were the two that we both we all kind of specifically said, hey, let's put that those at the top. Well, why don't we just why don't we do the NTP and see how it plays out? Okay. So um John, you can pick one of yours out of the trash. Okay. Uh, I will pick Sugar Cane. Okay. All right. And you can pick one of either Minor Tim's out of the trash. Um, this is the first time it's actually played out do, like this, by the way. Yeah, let's do uh, 100%. Ooh, I like it. Where did I put that? There it is. All right. Tim, you can pull one of yours out of the trash. Oh, hotwire my heart. Okay. And uh, I, I don't mean this out of consensus, but I, uh, since you guys had it in your trash, I'll pull a hundred percent. Ooh, okay. All right. Well, do you want to pick a different one? I picked that one. No, I know you did, uh, but is that that would be the one I would pick out of the trash? Okay. Do I need to pick another one? You don't have to. No. No, but I I really like that one. Yeah. Um. So for what's funny is I think 100% would have been the one I would have picked out of the trash too. So out of my own. Um, let me look here. Out of my own. My own trash. I'm going to pull Tiny Lies out, even though I don't think it stands a chance. <laughs> <laughs> and what was the other one that I didn't have but I loved? I'm going to pull Youth Against Fascism out. Nice. That's good. All right. So we get one of these five. Sugar Cane, 100%, Hotwire My Heart, Panty Lies, Youth Against Fascism. So, I mean, I have to point this out. John pulled 100% out. Tim said he would have. Yeah, he technically did, and that was that would have been the one that I would have pulled out of my own. I I mean that's as about as consensus consensus as that I think we can get here. I mean, uh, and it's I'm, also a, it's also an opening cut, which is kind of my thing. <laughs> right? <laughs> who, who did we designate that was going to sing them? <laughs> I don't think we did, but we should have. Okay. I don't know if okay. that made well, the I air. Mean, the thing about the 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 hundred percent, like you know, as an opening cut, it also tells me that they like said, "This is a this is a good introductory song." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, I I mean, I think, and we we have catch your stuff with "Bull on the Heather" and "Teenage Riot," so I can I can I can see that. Yeah, and I mean, again, I cool thing is a catchy song. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think I think a hundred percent's the one. I we all would have pulled it out of the trash so 
do we not want to do do we not want to talk about youth against fascism just for the uh applicable to current events i that was like that was what drew my attention to it like not only because of its title obviously but then this is the song i hate and it just i kept coming back to it coming back to it coming back to it and then i don't know looking at my panel i don't know if i just didn't think you guys would have it um or if it just became expendable after x amount of times of hearing it but uh what what does it mean to you john i mean it's it's one of the first ones that you know being a being a teenage punk rocker guy that was one of the first ones that drew me to them um because the title and ian mckay plays guitar on it um Mm -hmm. from fugazi um so that would be i at least want to let's just talk about it you know 100 percent is great i'm not i'm not going against 100 percent. okay (laughs) i at least wanted to to talk about it to see to see where we were at on it i'm i'm willing to go with with uh youth against fascism almost like uh i mean is can you put a bonus cut in here? Is there, is there if, like a... If you want to be like Fredo, yes. Because he's made me do it once. It's only happened twice. We we had, uh, on Alice Cooper, there was a song, I don't remember it now, but it wasn't even in play. And he had it on his list, and he was so upset that we didn't have it. I was like, dude. <laughs> and he finally made a concession. He was like, sure, I'll do that if you make a bonus uh 11th track i was like god damn it alfredo why do you have to make everything difficult and then it happened again on guns and roses because bob came with paradise city and Uh and wouldn't relent like nobody else had it but we got to the end of the show and he's like yeah i can't believe you guys didn't have paradise city and it turned into another 40 minutes of talking about paradise city is that bob franz yeah yeah, that sounds like him. I mean, both of them, uh, you know, both of those guys are great guys, but they're also very, their their opinions are, are very strong. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not willing to to do anything like that, but I am willing to point out that, um, you know, this is an introductory list. Mm-hmm. And um, if you, you know, if you're introducing, if you want to keep it within a, a time constraint, like, yeah, I get it. Like ten songs, one of which is twenty minutes long. <laughs> sure, uh, we don't need to add any more. But if you wanted to to say make it more mean, uh, appealable to uh, to someone who's going to get into Sonic Youth, and honestly, let's face it, if you are extremely conservative, odds are you're probably not going to get into Sonic Youth. You see something like Youth Against Fascism, that's like a calling card. Mm-hmm. So I'm willing to hear that case. I'm I'm and I'm I'm not so attached to one hundred percent. I hear you. I mean, of the three, I think I'm I'm most open to 100%. Obviously, Sugarcane and Youth Against Fascism. Yeah. Um, I yeah. Think, I feel like Hotwire and Panty Lies are kind of like the outliers here. Um, yeah. Now, of those three, which one is it? Sugarcane, super catchy, 100%. Great track one, great hook, uh, great way to hook you in, rather. And Youth Against Fascism is really out there with the message. So. Mm-hmm. Do we want to go message? Do we want to go sound? Or do we want to go catchy? Is I guess what it gets down to. Where are we at as far as balancing uh, the vocalists? Does that does that come into play here? I mean, I you know <laughs> we can. Uh, you guys would know better than I. I'll I'll run down the nine. Uh, Teenage Riot. Diamond C. Thurston. Uh-huh. Diamond Thurston. C. Sunday. Thurston, isn't that Thurston? Isn't it, it is. Yeah. Bull in the Heather. That's Kim. Kim. Per. Pretty certain that's Kim, isn't it? I believe so. Yeah. Dirty Boots. Kim. Or is that Thurston? I can't remember. I think they they they, they on that one. I think it's yeah. a little bit of both. Uh, Eric's trip. Lee. Lee. Yeah. Cool thing. Kim. Kim. And then Providence. None. None. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's pretty balanced. I mean, yeah, it's not bad. Thurston did most of the vocals, but, you know. Do you, does so does that change anything for you, like, as far as looking at these last three? Not really. <laughs> I mean, yeah. The, the thing again, I just I can't begin to to, to say it enough that what I, what I'm interested in is is a good introduction. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, let me 
let me do this. Hopefully it doesn't blow your ears out. I was trying to to stay away from this because uh oh <laughs> yeah uh oh I mean it never helps. It never ever ever helps. But okay, of course. God, that's a great guitar sound. Now we can't. They both had. I did, you know, didn't even really think about it. They kind of have the same vibe. Well, I'll tell you, I, I, I that made the case for for uh, for of all things, a hundred percent. And here's the reason why. I totally for. Now that you play that song, a lot of that song, the Youth Against Fascism's really dated. Mm-hmm. Like nobody's going to know who Jesse Helms is. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Or Anita Hill. You know, I mean, like maybe Anita Hill now because of Joe Biden, but right. nobody's going to, you know. Okay. Yeah, I think that makes the case in a way that I didn't think it would. So, again, I, I go back to like initially, John pulled it out of the trash. It was on my list, and Tim said he probably would have pulled it out of the trash. So maybe we just go with with our gut there. Any arguments? <laughs> We did say sugarcane was going to be on top of the trash. Okay. <laughs> I love you, John. I love you, man. I mean, Here, let's get a my... little taste of it. Get a little taste of that sugarcane, if you will. Drop youth against fascism and make it officially one on one, one hundred percent versus sugarcane. Um, God, I do like sugarcane. I do, do, do like sugarcane. <laughs> I, I, I just still go with opening with with one hundred percent because I got to tell you those opening, um, just the the sprawling guitars. Mm-hmm. I love that. I, I, that gets me. 10 times out of 10 just that it's just a sheer mess it's like somebody threw a canister of, of ketchup all over your floor <laughs> i love that shit i don't want it done in my kitchen but i love it <laughs> when i hear it so um it just makes the case and also here's the other thing i gotta tell you thurston songs they never get to the vocal quick enough mm, that's a good point that is a really good point because i just played like 40 seconds and we were just getting there yeah um. Yeah. Okay, that swings me back to 100%. I think. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm 50 50. They're both great songs. Like I like I said before, we do have some of the catchier stuff represented. Um. So I'm I'm okay with 100% if that's what it has to be. All right. Well, I I think just for ease, I gotta say though, like this is the first time. So the only other time New Trash Protocol was enacted. Uh, was Jimmy Eat World? And That's a great band name. Someone should name their band New Trash Protocol. <laughs> That's fantastic. 
if I wasn't already these ghouls, I would be on it immediately. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like I don't know, like it, it happened accidentally. I was I made up the rule on the fly, and then I thought about it, and I was like, okay, well. But now we have one. It officially happened, and we have ten now: Teenage Riot, The Diamond Sea, Sunday, Bull in the Heather, Purr, Dirty Boots, Eric's Trip, Cool Thing, Providence, and One Hundred Percent. All right, John. I'm going to put you on the hot seat first. What's the number one with the bullet? The seat is not hot at all. It's Teenage Riot, for sure. How are you feeling about it, Tim? Uh, I'll live with it because my number one with the bullet would be Diamond Scene. There's no way that you start off a <laughs> yeah. Sonic Youth with Diamond Sea. So, I, mean, I think that's their greatest record. I honestly believe it, but I'll go with Teenage Riot. Yeah, I, th- I think I agree. Teenage Riot. So we'll put that yeah. right there at number one. It's the best way to, like, kind of ropes. I I would almost make the case for Diamond Sea just to make Fredo listen to it whenever we do the best <laughs> of. <laughs> However, <laughs> I think ultimately Teenage Riot's the, the right call. So one last time, Teenage Riot's number one. Diamond Sea, Sunday, Bull in the Heather, Purr, Dirty Boots, Eric's trip, cool thing, Providence, one hundred percent, and the first official NTP has happened. You guys are part of history, so yay! Wow. <laughs> I'm honored. I I didn't realize I was part of history. It's a oh. Historic event here at at Deprogrammed. Uh, so if if you're like me and you enjoy Deprogrammed and you'd like me to continue doing Deprogrammed and love hearing the voices of John and Tim and all the other lovely panelists, patreon.com slash oh hi Justin is the place to go. It's also the place to be. One dollar a month gets you literally everything that comes out of my dumb brain. Like anything that I'm, any of the pods that I'm doing, the These Ghouls demos, all of it goes there first. You get to hear it before the rest of the world and you get to help a guy with very low self-esteem feel a little bit better about himself all for only a dollar a month and i really greatly appreciate it uh so let's talk about this john you put out a a giant list of bands but i do think that uh you've got a couple that are coming down the pike and specifically i may be putting the shellac one out because i've been dying to do shellac yeah that's that's gonna be a fun one because yeah i was i was happy to see that some people had jumped on some of the ones that threw out there yeah and i mean relatively quickly i mean there's there's some of them that are still sitting there but uh i, I was i was just perusing because i was trying to think of some of the ones that i've either started legwork for or that have a, a shorter discography like i said at the beginning i'm i'm trying to like get a whole bunch of episodes in here so if if you guys did shellac have you guys done big black have not yet Okay. I'll I'll put it up there. I don't I mean I got into Shellac cuz a friend of mine turned me on turned me on to them. So not not because of Albini. So um right. which I guess should have turned me on to go backwards, but I didn't. <laughs> no. Um, that makes perfect sense to me. Dr. Tim, I believe we got to get together for like Rob Zombie. I know for sure you're on. Um we're formulating PJ Harvey for whatever reason. Oh yeah. For whatever reason, James doesn't want to let any of the albums go. So that one, I started the work. I, I've I've listened to like five albums, I think. No, that's. Uh, I mean, how many does she have? I think it's twelve. Yeah, that's not bad. I mean, you guys did REM. I know you remember that though, right? <laughs> yeah, you did R. I mean, if you can do REM, you can do PJ Harvey. I mean, and she doesn't have. I mean, she has a couple like crazy ones here and there, but. I think it's totally doable. Yeah, it it is. And I mean, it's just the three of us. So, you know, it won't be these these bigger discographies with the bigger panels. It it makes it harder to to match. So we'll see. Um, But what else do you have coming up? Well, maybe Alabama, if I can get um, if I can get Fredo to record it. Uh, I started working on. Edwin Collins, I've got that uh, in down the pike. I've got uh, Train, maybe ELO, uh, The Killers. Um, I just put put together a panel for um, Run the Jewels. Yeah, we're covering a little of everything. So yeah, if I can make a case for something you have on the bottom of your list, you have the Clash on there, and uh, that needs to be bumped up because they are the only band that matters. <laughs> this is this is what I hear. <laughs> Actually, it's so. 
you know, go ahead. How do, how do you not have the clash? How have you not done the clash? Um, Is this part of your classic rock thing that you don't want to touch? No, I'll 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 tell you why off air. But uh, th- it may it may get bumped up now. Actually, now that I'm looking at the panel, it may get bumped up. Uh, I actually might bump Citizen Cope up too because I'd love to do a show with Sarah and Keith. So yeah, just yeah. oh yeah, no, those guys are great. Yeah. Sarah and Keith Darrow. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah, go go hang out with them in Norfolk and uh, do the show. Uh, I might might get on that. So, well, gentlemen, I do appreciate you uh, taking the time and uh, schooling me on some Sonic Youth. I really do appreciate it. Of course, again, thank you for having me. Oh, thank you. Abs- My pleasure. Absolutely pleasure. And uh, with that, learn them and love them, people. Sonic Youth. We'll see you next week. Bye.